Shalom, shalom. I greet you all in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I am Daniel Uben, the pastor for Heavenly Rims Ministries in um, South Africa. Um, um, today we're going to be getting into the word of the Lord, into our Bible study. So before we commence, I just want us to bow down our heads wherever you are, wherever you are listening, just bow down your head and let us pray. In the name of Jesus Christ, Heavenly Father, we come before you today. We ask, oh my God, that you bless your word. We ask, oh Father, for their grace to understand your word, for your eloquence, oh Lord. We pray for your utterance to be given unto us, that your word be spoken tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. Um, we ask for the spirit of understanding um, that wherever we are listening to this word today, that it will quicken us, um, it will empower us, especially at a time as this. Um, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. So one more time, God bless you. This is um, um, the Bible study from Heavenly Rims Ministries. For to find out more about the ministry, you can log on to www.heavenlyremissionministries.org. Okay, so one more time, I am Pastor Daniel Oben, the lead pastor for Heavenly Rems Ministries. So to, in today's word, in today's Bible study, we're going to be focusing on Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. You see, at a time as this, where the whole world is in, is, is in turmoil regarding the COVID-19 coronavirus, many people are afraid, many people are, are in, um, in doubt, uncertainties, and you see a lot of chaos out there in the world. One thing I must encourage everyone to do is to go back into the word of the Lord, okay? To go back to the word of the Lord. The Bible says that... Um, the word of God, the word of God, the Bible says that the word of the Lord is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to dividing asunder of soul and spirit, of the joints and marrow, is a discerner of thoughts and the intent of the heart. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord is powerful. That was Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. The word of the Lord is powerful. So there is no other place else where we can seek solutions. There is no other place where we can go, where we can run to. But if we can go back into the word of the Lord, we're going to find peace. We're going to find joy. We're going to find a sense of purpose and a place of direction. So I urge each and everyone, stop listening to a lot of rumor out there. Stop listening to the wrong sources. Our real source is the word. Our right source is the Bible. So I urge you, all of you, to go back to the Bible. So today, we're going to be looking at Romans chapter 8. Our focus is going to be on Romans chapter 8. Okay, so let us open our Bibles. We can go over. You can turn to me. We, we, you can turn your Bible with me. Let's go to Romans chapter 8. We're going to look at Romans chapter 8. So go with me. You can open your Bible. Open your Bible. The best way we can do this together is as I minister, I'm ministering from the Word. So you two can go to, into, in, into your Bible, open the Scriptures so that we can look at this together. Okay. So we're going to look at Romans chapter 8. Let's look at verse 1. Okay. Verse 1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. There is now no condemnation to them which are, which are, who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. So I want to remind every believer that this is a word. This is the word of the Lord. Okay. There is no condemnation. 
There is no one who can condemn you. There is nothing bad that can happen to you as a child of God, especially at a time as this, all right? So there is nothing that can condemn you. No one can condemn you. So no matter the plague out there, no matter the sickness out there, no matter what is going on in the world, you are under no condemnation, okay? So the virus cannot condemn you. So the people out there cannot condemn you. No one is, 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 is capable enough to condemn a child of God. Why? Because you are in Christ. Number two, you do not operate according to the flesh, okay? So the problem is that many people are, are trying to walk by the flesh, okay? They are trying to go by what they are seeing. They are trying to go by what they are hearing. They are trying to go by their feelings. So that is where the problem is. But if you are going to focus your attention and call upon the name of the Lord and ask the Holy Spirit to guide you, ask the Holy Spirit to lead you. I'm telling you, child of God, you're going to have a very deep sense of peace. You're going to have, you're going to still be enjoying the blessings of God, even as a time has stayed. So as people have been quarantined and people have been asked to stay at home, child of God, I'm here to attest to you that the word of the Lord is going to be a blessing. You're going to be blessed by the Lord because you are not going by the flesh. You are going to go by the Spirit. So as you have been led by the Holy Spirit, you realize that you are going to come out of all the distractions, all the fears, all the challenges that are coming with the pressures from the world. We remember what the Word of God says. The Bible says, though we are, we, are, we, are, we are in this world, we are not of the world. So it is good that every child of the Lord be led by the Spirit of God. Okay? So we're going to go to our key text today, which is Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Look at what the Bible says. The Bible says that we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. Oh, what a profound scripture. We know that all things work together for good. All things are working together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. Look at there are two fundamental aspects that we need to focus on today. All things are working together for good, okay? So you as a child of God, you need this understanding. You need to stand on the word of the Lord. By the way, you have to believe the word. And more than any other thing else, more than any other source that you are listening to, the word of the Lord is what you stand on. And look at what the promise of the Bible. Look at what the Bible is saying. Look at what God is saying to you and I today. He said, all things are working together. All things work together for good to them that love God. Oh my God, hallelujah. So all things are working together for your good. So that you might you might you might you might be at a very, very challenging moment. You can be at a, you might be going through a tough time at the moment, but the Bible says all things are working out for your good. They might, have been, they, might, they might have asked you to stay at home during this time, maybe three weeks, maybe three months, whatever. No matter the challenge, no matter the time, child of God, I'm here to announce to you that all things are working together for your good. So you don't need to panic. You don't need to walk in fear. You don't need to give yourself to all the threats of the enemy. You need to stand in the word of the Lord and proclaim the word of the Lord. Speak it over your life. Say all things are working for my good. No matter what is going on out there no matter what is happening in the world there is one thing that stands and you must have faith in the word you must believe in the word of the lord all things are working out for your good you might be in a position where your business may be down you might have lost your job your husband might have lost the job your wife might have lost the job you may be at home and you are wondering what are you going to eat what is going to happen what the future holds how things are going to turn around your plans might have been shattered you may have a case in court okay Things might not just be going well. You may have relatives in the hospital. Some might be sick. You yourself might not be feeling well. You might have been even be infected with the virus. But I'm here to announce to you that you should know as a child of God that
that all things are working together for your good because you love the Lord, because you have been called according to his purpose, okay? Because you love the Lord. All things are working together for your good, all right? Let us go further to see what the Bible says. For the Bible says in verse 29, still in Romans, for whom he did for new, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Verse 36, moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, and whom he called, them he also justified, and whom he justified, them he also glorified. Look at what verse 31 says. For what shall we say then to this? For God before us. If God before us, who can be against us? If God before us, who can be against us? That he spare not his only son, but deliver him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justified. Who is he that condemned? It is Christ that died. Yea, rather, that it is again. Who is, who is he that condemned? It is Christ that died. Yea, rather, risen again. Who even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercessions for us? Verse 35 says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, shall distress, shall persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword, as it is written, for thy sake we are killed all day long. Who are counted as sheep for the slaughter? 37, Romans chapter 37. Nay, in all things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life no angels, no principalities, no powers, no things present, no things to come, no height, no depth, no any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. What a great scripture. Praise the Lord somebody. The Bible is asking, what then shall we say at the time as this? What then can we say? What can separate us from the love of God? Hallelujah. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. At a time as this, the Bible says we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. We are more than conquerors. So in all these things that are going out throughout the world, not only in South Africa, not only in Africa, but all over the world, the Bible says that we are more than conquerors through him who loved us, through Jesus Christ who loved us. So at the end of the day, there is good news for everyone, for everyone who is in Christ. At the end of the day, the Lord has made us not just conquerors, but more than conquerors. So in all these things, COVID-19, the sicknesses out there, the challenges out there, the pressure, the fear, the Bible says you are more than conquerors. So you as a child of God, you've got to jump on your feet. You've got to celebrate. You've got to decree the word of the Lord in your house, upon your family, upon each other everyone and you've got to tell them that you are more than conquerors you are you are more than conquerors over sickness you are more than conquerors over debt you are more than conquerors over every challenge that you are going through, be it in your marriage, be it among your children, be it no matter what is going out there in the world. We've got to celebrate this. We are moving into exciting times. Okay, child of God, you've got to know that we are more than conquerors as children of God. So nothing shall separate us from the, from, from, from the love of Christ. Tribulations cannot separate us. Distress cannot separate us. Persecution, famine, nakedness, spirit, sword, 
all this cannot separate us from the love of Christ. So hallelujah, you as a child of God, you've got to understand what the Bible is saying. You say all things are working together for our good. So God has something in mind. God is preparing us for something good, no matter what the world is going through, no matter what the, the challenge that has been released onto the earth, that we should know that you as a child of God who is fervent, all things are working out for your good, okay? All things will work together for your good. Now, whenever you see the promises of God as a child of God, you've got to understand on how you can activate these promises in your life as a child of God. As a believer, you've got to understand, you've got to ask me, Pastor, how can I tap into this blessing? How can I get things to work around for my good how can i get to a place where all things are actually working for my good praise the lord somebody i say praise the lord somebody so wherever you are and we're going to learn we're going to stand on some five keys tonight okay we're going to stand on some five keys that you can use to activate the goodness of God in your life. For all things to begin to work out for your good, you must have realized that, uh, Pastor, you must have realized that not all things are actually working the way you planned. Not all things are working the way you expected. And you're going to ask me a question that tonight, Pastor, how can I be able to tap to that place? Enter and tap into that grace where all things are working out for your good. Number one, you've got to realize that number one thing you have to do is to be able to enter into the love of God, okay? Into the love of God. You need the love of God. Look at what the Bible says in verse 28. It says, we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. So if all things are going to be working out for your good, you've got to be a lover of God. You've got to be somebody who loves God, okay? That's the number one thing. Number two is going to be according to his purpose. Those who have been called according to his purpose. So if you are not a lover of God, if you have not been called according to the purpose of God, you cannot come to a place where all things are really working for your good, okay? So we've got to learn how to activate this goodness where all things, all things, in, be in your finances, be it in your marriage life, be it in your family, among your children, in your destiny, in your future, you've got to get into that place where all things are just working out for your good, where you are attracting goodness wherever you go you are seeing the hand of God you are seeing the goodness of God how can you get there the Bible says number one you must be in the love of God okay to them that love God you must number one love God number two you must be caught according to his purpose number three the Bible you realize that the next verse which is number 21 to number verse 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 29 it states that we must be conformed to the image of his son which that is the third one we must be conformed to the image of his son Number four, we need to be God's elect to be able to enjoy this privilege. And the, the fifth one is that we need to walk by the Spirit. We need to walk by the Spirit. So today, our emphasis is going to be on the love of God, okay? The love of God. So to understand the love of God, the Bible says, all things work together to them, hallelujah, to them who are, all things work together for good, together to, for them that, are, that, are, that, that, that love God. So how can we love God? How can we love God? So we're going to focus on that today to understand the love of God. How can you come to that place where you can say, I love God? And what does it actually mean to love God, to love the Lord? Okay? So let's open our Bibles. Let's go to 1 John. To 1 John um, um, chapter 5, verse 3. Let's open with me. Open your Bible. Let's go there quickly. To 1 John. 1 John um, chapter 5. Let's go to John the Epistle. Go to the New Testament, open to 1 John chapter 5, and verse 3. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. What is the love of God? What is the love of God? It's very clear in the scriptures. Look at what the Bible says. For this is the love of God, 
that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not grievous this is the love of god that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not grievous for whosoever is born of god overcometh the world and this is a victory that overcome the world even our faith glory to god praise god somebody wherever you are this is the love of god you see throughout in the world each time they talk about love it is all about sentiments it's all about emotions it's all about that but that is not what the love of god is the love of god has it does is is not based on emotion the word of the lord is not the 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 the, the love of god is not based on sentiments it's not based on emotions when we say we love god it's not how we feel about god that is not that is not the love of god the love of god is this that we keep his commandments okay so tonight you've got to make sure that you are able to separate between emotion and uh, your sentiments and the love of God. You need to understand what the love of God is. The love of God is this, the Bible says. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. Okay? Hallelujah. The commandments are not grievous. So this is the commandment. So if we're going to say we love God, and we want things to work together for our good, it is to keep the commandments of God. So every child of God to tune themselves and come to that place where they're going to say okay now i'm going to stick to the commandments of god by the grace of the lord if you are born again you have been sanctified by the blood of jesus okay if you are listening to me today you've not been born again you've got to tarry with me right up to the end of this message so that you can have the opportunity to align yourself again with god all right through his son jesus christ okay so this is the love of God. I'm insisting, I want to stress this out. The love of God is not the sentiments. It's not how we feel towards God, how we feel towards Jesus, or how we feel towards the Holy Spirit. The love of God is an action word. Love is a verb, and a verb is an action word, okay? So for the action behind the love of God is to keep his commandments. So if you are not keeping his commandments, you are not in the love of God. So if you do not love the Lord, all things cannot work together for your good. So at a time as this where the people are panicking all over the world, where the whole world is afraid, is for you and I to align ourselves with the love of God. And the love of God is for us to do what? Is to keep the commandments of God. And these commandments are not grievous. They are not difficult. They are not, they are not, they are not too hectic, okay? You and I must just make up our, uh, we must just make a decision. We must just make up our minds to say we're going to adhere to the commandment of God. And the commandment of God is not just limited to the Ten Commandments that we, we find them in, in Deuteronomy or in Exodus. The Ten Commandments is basically, sorry, the, word, the commandments of God is basically the word of the Lord, the fullness of his word. So when you position yourself as a child of God, especially a time as this where we have a lockdown people are expected to stay at home people are expected to cut off from their from their busy schedule and busy lifestyle it is good to understand that it's not a time to go around and you know to to, to break away from 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 the, the word of the lord It's a time where we draw closer to god It's a time where we draw closer to him It's a time where we love him and how can we love him we love him by keeping his commandments we keep we love him by keeping his commandments and when you begin to position yourself in the love of god and doing his word and applying the word of the lord there are things that begin to happen number one you begin to enjoy the mercy of god we can turn to deuteronomy chapter chapter 5 verse 10 okay deuteronomy chapter 5 verse 10 all right 
And let me just emphasize on this child of God. There are many of the times, especially people who have gone through relationships, when we talk about love, we talk about, you know, sentiments and emotions. But the love of God is not like that. The love of God, it is very, very pragmatic. It is very, very applicable. It all rests on the commandments of God. The more you keep God's commandments, the more you begin to see his blessings, the more things begin to work out for, for your good. So at this point in time, where, 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 where things are not working out for the world and, and you may be complaining or you may not see your life in the right direction. You may not really be enjoying the blessings of God. So I urge you to go back into the word of the Lord. Go back to the commandments of the Lord. Check in your life in what area that you are not diligently acting into the word of the Lord. Go back to the word of the Lord and start doing God's word. Begin to apply God's word. When you start applying God's word in your life, you see that your life will begin to change. There are many people who say they love God, they pray to God, you know, they go to church they sing praises they listen to go to 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 worship songs and all of that but their lives are not coming right things are not working all things are not working out for them it's because they are not actually doing the word of the lord okay there are places in their lives that things are messed up because they are doing their own things they are they are going according to their flesh they are going according to the world they have not yet aligned their lives according to the word of the lord so you as a child of god the only time you begin to see all things working around for 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 for, for your good is when you really love god and to love god is one thing that we said which we have just made it very clear tonight that it is the love of god is that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not grievous according to first john chapter 5 verse 3 okay so when you begin to keep the commandments of god you begin to enjoy these privileges so let's look at um, deuteronomy chapter 5 verse 10. let's look at deuteronomy chapter 5 verse 10. look at what the bible says and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love him and keep his commandments. So when you begin to keep the commandments of God, which is the word of the Lord, I don't mean just listen to it. You know, these days, there are fellows who can quote scriptures, you know, who were born in church, who know a lot of things about the word of the Lord, okay? They can say it, they can recite scriptures, they can quote it off, 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 off hand, okay? They can say it off head. But the problem is, it's not in the, in, the, in the talk, okay? It is in the doing. When we begin to do the word of the Lord, you can never deceive God. God is everywhere. He's omnipresent. Each time you are obeying his word, the more of the word you do, you see that the more you walk into God's blessings, the more you walk into the place where God actually blesses you tremendously. So when you begin to keep the word of the Lord, look at what the Bible says in um, Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse number 10. It says, and showing mercy unto a thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. That means God will begin to show you his mercy. What an awesome privilege to walk in the mercy of God, okay? As you are doing your effort, you are doing your effort. Yes, nobody is perfect. Yes, nobody, nobody, nobody. But we all marching towards perfection. We are all getting to that place where you keep doing it. You can't, you can't say, the pastor, I can't do it. No, you can through Christ, which strengthens your grace, have been embedded in you as a born-again Christian. So doing the word now, Christ is in you. God is in you himself, waiting for you to be willing to do the word of the Lord. Okay, so you've got to check your life. Check in your family. Check in the way you talk. Check in the way you think checking the way you act your actions all of them should be in line with the word of the lord so you do not compromise with the word if you really want to see all things work together for your good okay so you need to love the lord when you love the lord he releases his mercy in your life the mercy of god is god's favor the mercy of god is god's kindness the mercy of god is god god practically qualifies you for his blessings for his privileges for his kingdom rights for his kingdom's advantages so you as a child of god when you keep the word of the lord you open the 
taps of God's mercy, you open the rivers of God's mercy, the mercy of God begins to flow in your life and suddenly your health will change. Suddenly you realize that your finances will begin to see a better a better future. You realize that there will be peace in your home. Your, 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 your whole destiny, okay, will begin to move in line with the, with the will of God for you. But where does it start? It starts from keeping the commandments of the Lord, okay? It's very important. So when you keep the commandments of God, you enjoy God's mercy. The Bible says, and showing mercy unto a thousand of them that love me and keeping my commandments. So when you keep God's commandments, which I said is the whole word of the Lord, from beginning from Genesis right down to Revelation, okay when the holy spirit is in you jesus christ is in you come on you you move by faith you're going to keep god's word all right and the next thing that will happen to you when you begin to keep god's word is a generational blessings the generational blessings these blessings they run to you okay and they run to your children they run to everybody that is associated with your destiny let's look at deuteronomy chapter 7 deuteronomy chapter 7 Verse number 9. Let's go there quickly. If you got your Bible, let's go there quickly. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse number 9. Deuteronomy 7, verse 9. Let's go there quickly. Let's check that out. Look at what the Bible says. The Lord did not set his love upon you, nor choose you, because you were more in number than any other people. Okay, let's just go quickly. Let's just go quickly to verse number 9. Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and keep his commandment unto a thousand generations. Okay? Hallelujah. Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and keep his commandments unto a thousand generations. So child of God, when you begin to keep the word, when you begin to keep the commandments of God, you realize that you are passing generational blessings. Just as our fathers disobeyed God and they moved into generational curses. So when you are a child of God, when you and I begin to keep the word of the Lord, we switch off from generational curses to generational blessings. It means we switch off, we switch our children, we align them, we connect them to a place where they are going to be blessed, they are going to be shown the mercy of God, they are going to be enjoying the blessings of God for a thousand generations to come if Jesus tarries, okay? So you're going to be doing your family, you're going to be doing your children, your grandchildren, a very big favor by aligning your life to the word of God, okay? You're going to be letting others benefit, others enjoy from this great privilege, okay, of you abiding to the commandments of the Lord. Yes, it's not easy. Sometimes the temptations come, you know, sometimes the challenges come, but it is a test. It's a test. We make choices every day, and every day we've got to choose in between, you know, do we going by the flesh or obeying the word of the lord the bible said those who are willing and obedient they shall eat the fruit of the land they shall enjoy the blessings of the land okay so you better choose sometimes it is not easy but the quick fixes don't always work okay but you as a child of god you've got to check in your life at a time like this do i compromise okay do i go and do i start walking in fear no as a time as a child of god as a time as this you would rather keep the word of the lord you've got to obey the lord even from home distance is not a barrier from wherever you are as a child of god you've got to obey the lord so when you obey the lord you keep his commandments you switch off from generational curses to generational blessings you begin to pour blessings upon your children i remember a time where abraham 
pay tithes unto Melchizedek. Later on in the book of Hebrew, the Bible said Levi in the loins of Abraham was already paying tithes. So a Levi got blessed from his great grandfather, Abraham. Okay. So when you as a child of God aligns your life with the word of the Lord, you set your whole generation into a turn to a thousand years, a thousand generation into the blessings of the Lord. Okay. So obey the commandments of the Lord will release God's mercy unto you. All right. It will also bring you into a place of generational blessings unto you and your generation, which means your children, your grandchildren, and everybody associated to your destiny. They get blessed. Why? Because you are faithful to the word of the Lord. Okay. The third thing that the, 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 the keeping of the commandment of God would do is that it's going to bring you, bring you onto a place of a relationship, a very deep relationship with God. You see, child of God, God will not begin to trust you. God will not begin to release his good blessings, his real blessings. I'm talking about great stuff, big responsibilities, deep blessings into your life if you're not keeping his word. Today, it's very cheap for everybody to, to, to wake up and say they know the Lord, that they are Christians. Everybody can say that. But who actually is a Christian? A Christian is one who has given their hearts to the Lord and who are people who are really doing God's word. Okay? Let's open our Bibles. We go to, we're, going, we're going to move now to Matthew, Matthew chapter 12. Matthew chapter 12. Let's go there quickly onto the New Testament. Matthew 12, verse number 47. Matthew 12, let's look at that quickly. Matthew 12, okay, verse number 47. Let's look at that quickly. What is the Bible saying? Then one said unto him, Behold, thy mother and thy brethren stand without, desiring to speak to thee. But he answered and said unto them, He answered and said unto him that told him, Who is my mother or who is my brethren? Verse 49. And he stretched forth his hands towards his disciples and said, Behold my mother, and behold my brethren. For whosoever shall do the will of my Father, which is in heaven, the same is my brother and sister and mother. Okay? Praise God. Hallelujah. So if you want to bring yourself to the place of relationship where you become the, a real brother to Jesus, where you become a real sister or a real mother, you want to become intimate, to walk into intimacy with the Lord. All right, is to begin to search his word, to go deep and start doing the word of the Lord. Okay, and start doing the word. The blessing is in the doing part, the blessing is in the doing of the word of the Lord. So, in the time as this, where there's a virus is out there, where people are afraid, where many people are dying, you don't have to panic, you don't have to be afraid. You need to check your life out. Am I in line with the word of the Lord? Am I doing what God says I should do? And you begin to act on the word. And child of God, the moment you begin to act on the word of the Lord, and you are faithful, you are consistent, you are diligent. Even when temptations come, you choose the word of the Lord over the things of the world over the pleasures of men, over trying to please people. You stand on the word of the Lord. I'm telling you, this is how you're going to unlock the blessings. This is how all things begin to work together for your good, all right? All the things begin to work together for your good, all right? So at the time as this, when the world, people are afraid, people are, people are scared about all of those things, you need to understand that the word of the Lord is paramount. You're still going to be blessed. You're going to realize that where other people are going to be out there. The Bible says in the book, in Psalm 91, that a thousand shall fall at your right 
10,000 at your left, but the evil, no harm shall come near you. How do you get into that realm where you begin to enjoy such great grace upon your life? It is when you are walking in line with the word of the Lord, okay? So check your life out. In your family, in your family relationships, are you obeying the word of the Lord, okay? Check your relationship with your spouse, with your wife. Are you, is, are you is carrying out your marriage in line with the word of the Lord? Check your life out. Are you in line with the word of the Lord? Okay. Are you, a, are you a single person? All right. Are you in line with the word of the Lord? Are you married yet? Okay. Are you living your life in line with the word of the Lord? Check your life out in your finances. Have you aligned your finances according to the word of the Lord? Among your children, are you raising your children in a way that suits the word of God? All right. In the way you are carrying on your business, is your business being run according to the word of the Lord? Where you are working, are you working in line with the word of the Lord? Is your career in line with the word of the Lord? With your neighbors, those around you, those in church, your family members, are you operating in line with the word of the Lord? So all these are things that go to really unlock God's blessings in your life. God is on the Respecter of person, but God is a God that sticks, that honors and blesses his people that really walk in line with his word. Okay, let's go quickly. Let's go quickly to John, to John, um, John chapter 14. Let's look at John. Let's go to John, John chapter 14. John 14, open with me quickly. Let's go. John 14, 14 verse 15. John 14, verse 15. Look at what the Bible says. If you love me, keep my commandments. So there is no way you can separate the love of God and, 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 and the commandments of God. In other words, if you love me, keep my word. Praise God. Hallelujah. If you love me, keep my word. We cannot at any point in time love God just by sentiments or our emotions. Okay? We can't say we love our brother. If you're going to love your brother, your sister around you, it means you're going to apply God's word over your brother, over your sister's life. All right? So the love of God is all about is all about obeying the word of God. The Bible says, if you love me, that is John chapter 14, verse 15. If you, if, if you love me, keep my commandments. All right? If you love me, keep my commandments. If you love me, keep my commandments. So if you really say you love the Lord, you cannot do what you want. These days, the people tell you, well, I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to do how I feel. I'm going to do whatever I want to do in my life. No, you can't do what you want to do with your life because your life is not yours. Your life belongs to God. You have been bought with a price, which that price is the blood of Jesus Christ. So you cannot act, you cannot do, you cannot do how you want. It's you, you can only do, you have become a disciple of Christ. You have become a, 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 a born servant of, of, of God. It means you, are, you can only do the things that are in line with the word. And that is how your life is going to be blessed. That is how God is going to open the door doors of his miracles over your life is going to unlock the doors of healing is going to unlock the doors of marriage unlock the doors of miracles the great doors the doors of financial overflow it is going to come when we begin to live according to the word of the lord let us go further let's go to john again the same john chapter 20 verse, verse 23 let's look at what the bible is saying there verse 23 jesus answered and said unto him if a man love me he will keep my words and my father will love him Okay, we know that God loves the whole world. Okay, God loves everybody. But the love goes to a higher dimension. And how was the love of God manifested? I told you the love of God is not, is not, is not sentiment. 
How did God show that he loves us? He loved us by sending his only begotten son. Jesus Christ was sent on earth as a token of God's love, as a demonstration of God's love, as, as, as a sign for God to show that he loves the whole world. It's a pity that people have not turned to Jesus. Okay, they believe in their systems. They believe in other stuff in the world, but they do not believe in Jesus Christ. It's just a pity. The only way God manifested his love for mankind was the sending of his son. Okay, so if you and I want to show that we love God, we have to respond to the Son by accepting Him into our lives and we live as disciples. Okay, we don't only run to Him when we have troubles, but we live the life that is that that, that is mapped out for us according to the word of the Lord. Okay, if a man loves me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him. So when you begin to keep the word of the Lord, the Father in heaven begins to demonstrate His love for you. Okay, He begins to demonstrate His love for you. And look at what the Bible says. He said, "We will come unto Him and make our abode with Him." Oh my God, Hallelujah! It means when you begin to keep the word of God, when you begin to stick to the word of God, to come out of things like fornication, adultery, lies telling. Okay. When you begin to come out from abusing yourself with alcohol, with all the things in the world, when you begin to come out, breaking out from ungodliness, okay, from unforgiveness, from envy, from jealousy, from greed, from strife, from all of these things that go out to entangle, to beset us, besetting sins. When you begin to stay away from this thing, the Bible says that God will come and make his abode in us. It means the presence of God keeps saturating. The presence of God keeps increasing. The glory of God keeps increasing over the children of God who have decided to keep the word. So when you keep the commandment of God, things begin to work out for your good because God begins to reside in you, okay? He begins to not only reside through his Holy Spirit, but he begins to manifest. He begins to walk in you. He begins to pull things together. He begins to break those curses. He begins to break those yokes. He begins to destroy all the seeds of the enemy. So how can you really defeat the devil? You defeat the devil by keeping the commandments of God. I'm telling you, if you're a child of God who keeps the commandment of God, the curses of the world, the, 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 the the problems of the world they don't they don't come to you why because you are a covenant child of god who keeps the commandment of god all right so how would the father make himself manifest in your life when you begin to keep the word of the Lord? Child of God, I urge you, wherever you are, no matter what you are going through, no matter where you are in the world today, I want you to rise up. Go back to your Bible, okay? A lot of people are listening a lot to the news. It's good to listen to the news, to listen to the media out there. But if the media becomes your source of information, then you are making a big mistake because your source of life is the word of God, all right? We were created by the word of God. We are, we are living by the word. So you as a child, of God, I urge you in the name of the Lord, if you really want to pick up on your identity, if you want to go back to God's blessing, to return to God's glory, you've got to realize that there's the word of God, the commandment of God is what is going to change your life. So no matter how deep you have fallen, no matter how messed up your life is, wake up and begin to keep the word of the Lord step by step. Read the Bible, study it day and night. In there is found the commandment of God. And you begin to keep it day and night. And the more of the word of God you keep after a while, I'm not telling you it's going to be a quick fix. I'm not telling you you're going to keep the word of God today and immediately tomorrow. Yes, God works in miracles. He can come true for you right now as we speak. He, we, he works in miracles. But then you've got to keep the word of the Lord. Even if you don't see things seem to be changing. All right? They might not be changing physically just yet. But you've got to persist. You've got to be consistent. You've got to be diligent and constantly making progress in the word of the Lord. Grow thereby in the word. Grow in his grace. 
in executing God's word. I'm going to show you. Last week, I was, I was meditating. I was, I was waiting upon the Lord. And the Lord showed me a scripture, all right, that, that, that really made an impact upon my spirit. And I would like to share with you, and we're going to close this first session of our, of our podcast, of our Bible stories tonight. So let us go over to 1 Chronicles chapter 28, verse 8. 1 Chronicles. I'm going to show you that scripture right now. 1 Chronicles. First Chronicles chapter 28, chapter 28, verse, verse number 8. Okay, let's look at that quickly. Okay, look at what the Bible says. Now, therefore, in the sight of all Israel, the congregation of the Lord, and in the audience of our God, keep and seek all the commandments of the Lord your God, that you may possess this good land and leave it for inheritance for your children after you forever. What a great scripture. Hallelujah. So while I was meditating on the word of, the, of, of God last week, the Lord gave me the scripture. And I realized that this was the scripture from David. Okay, this was, this was David's advice to Solomon. Okay, this was David's word. And it's not just David's word, but it's the word of the Lord to you and I. Now, David was handed over to his son Solomon. Solomon was very young. Okay, Solomon was about to take over. Now, it is very important for you and I to want to hear what David as a king who have reigned, a man after God's own heart, chosen by God, anointed by God, reigned by God, and was filled with the Holy Spirit as God's own prophet. He was a prophet. He was a king. All right? What was David's counsel? What was David's advice? What was David's input to his young son Solomon? This was the word of God from David to Solomon. Verse 8 of 1 Chronicles. He said, Now therefore, in the sight of all of of in the sight of all Israel, the congregation of the Lord, and in the audience of God, keep and seek all the commandments of the Lord your God, that you may possess this good land and leave it for an inheritance for your children forever and ever. What, what a scripture. Praise the Lord. So you as a child of God, how will you get to a place where you can possess a good land? How can you take over? How can you have dominion? How can you become in charge? How can you have an inheritance to leave for your children? It is to, number one, it is to, it, it, it is, is, is to keep, to seek all of God's commandments. It means you must be diligent and eat. You must be serious and eat. To keep, to seek, to seek means to search. It's not something that pastor can do it for you, or your mom can do it for you, or your father can do it for you. It's something that you have to take responsibility. So in these quiet times that you have the whole day, the whole night to yourself, it's not to go about engaging in lust. It's not to go about engaging in foolish things or to spend the whole day meditating on problems or thinking of how miserable your life is. No, the best thing you can do at such a time as this is to get into the word, in, in, into your Bible, into the word of the Lord, and seek, seek the word of the Lord. Seek God through his word so that you might be able to keep his commandments. Now, if you are able to keep his commandments, the Bible says that you may be able to possess this Good land, you realize that God will begin to shift you from glory to glory, from grace to grace, from height to height. Why? Because you are able to do His word. So, how do you inherit the land? To inherit the land is not a racial thing. To inherit the land, to be blessed by God, is not it's not a thing of the race. It's not a thing of how rich you are, of your of your economic background, of your community, of where you come from. If you want to be blessed in the land, if you want to possess the land, if you want to take over the land, this is what you need to do: to keep and to seek all the commandments of the Lord. To keep and to seek, to keep and to seek, to keep and to seek, to seek and to keep. So you go ahead and you seek God's commandment and you do it. Doing the word of the Lord is not, is not, is not all that easy to a lot of people, to everybody. 
I can say, but the more you keep it, the more you open God's doors for the Lord to bless you tremendously, for the Lord to bless you greatly. So, child of the Lord, look at what we discussed today, okay? Look at what we discussed. Let's go back to our key scripture for tonight. Let's go back to Romans chapter 8. Let's go back to Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Let's, let's, let's look at that scripture. Praise God. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Look at what the Bible says. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Let's go back there quickly. Praise God. For we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who accord according to his purpose. So all things are going to work out for your good. All things are going to be working out for your good. You must stand up by faith and know that all things are working out for your good. But how are they going to work out? Number one, you've got to love the Lord. And we discussed tonight that the love of God is not by sentiments. You can't just stay in your bedroom and you say, oh, Lord, I love you. When you say you love God, you've got to demonstrate the love that you have for him by searching the word of the Lord, by doing what he wants you to do, by accomplishing his purpose here on earth. It's very important. So the moment you have aligned yourself with the love of God by, 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 by beginning to do his word, okay, the word of the Lord may not be very pleasant. It comes with persecution, it comes with challenges, it comes with temptation, it comes, it comes, it comes, you know, with some difficulties, with challenges. The day you decide to start doing the word of the Lord, you may experience some opposition, okay? But that is not the end. You've got to put your feet on the ground and be diligent towards his word. And you realize that all things work together for, 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 for good to them that love God. To them that love God. It's not something sentimental. It's an action word, which means that you and I, we've got to do the word of the Lord. And when we start doing the word of the Lord, we start experiencing God's mercy. We start experiencing God's blessings. You realize that there is a flood of God's presence that starts manifesting in your life. After a while, after you've kept the word of the Lord, you move into generational blessings. You are not only the one blessed, but everybody around you start getting blessed. Your children start getting blessed. There are many children today who are cursed. There are many families that are cursed because no one is walking according to the word of the Lord. They take every word of God for granted. Okay, they go by their sentiments. They do whatever they want to do. They go however they want to go as soon as it's fine for them, and that is how they do it. But that is not how a child of God should go. When we come into the word of the Lord, Jesus said, my, 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 my brother, my sister, my mother are those who hear the word of the Lord and they do it. So a child of God, when we begin to do the word of God today, we realize that all things begin to work for our good. And as many of you are out there who are trusting the Lord for his blessings to move into a new house, for the Lord to bless you with peace, for the Lord to bless you with cars and all of these things, it's not a bad thing, but you've got to realize one thing that you've got to make sure that you are keeping his commandments. That is what it means to love God. And you cannot keep his commandment without you being a born-again Christian. You've, the commandment of God is that God sent his only begotten son in this world. The blessings of God are not out of Jesus. All the promises of, of, of God, they are in Christ. They are yea and amen in Christ Jesus. So please, child of God, you've got to realize that this is how God is going to be moving with us in this, in this time. So while you are at home, while you are inside, you've got to know that as long as you are in the word of the Lord, the blessings of God are going to hit you. I mean, tremendous blessings are going to come from everywhere. Okay, they're going to come from every angle, from every dimension of your life. Expect God's blessings. If you are a child of God, you are born again, know that all things are going to work out for your good. Do not panic. Do not have it. Do not, do not, do not go running around. Do not be scared. Do not be, be, be caught up with, with, with fear. Fear is of the devil. Okay? God has given us the spirit of, 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 of power and of a sound mind. I'm not the spirit of fear. All right? So, child of God, let us arise. Let us believe in the word of the Lord. You just go down 
be meditative. Go through the word of the Lord. Check yourself out. Go to God in prayers. Ask him to be able to, you know, give you revelation on the word of the Lord. As you study the word of the Lord, begin from somewhere. Pick up your Bible. Start from, 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 from John. Read right through. Read as the Lord leads you. Each and every one of us, we are called to know the word of God, the Lord, to read right through. Okay? So... As you align yourself with God's word at a time as this, may the Lord bless you and know that all things are working together for your good to them that love God. It's not for everybody. Not everything is going to be working out for good. Those who are out there will, will, will refuse, okay, not to come back to the Lord. Who want to walk in their own ways. Things are not going to be working out for them. But to you and I, who are going to make a commitment to the Lord from now hence to walk according to his word, all things are going to be working out for our good hallelujah so god bless you in the name of jesus christ hallelujah thank you for 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 listening one more time i am daniel oben i'm the lead pastor for heavenly realms ministries you can find us on www.heavenlyrealmsministries.org all right you can follow us on the internet you can also hook up you can also Link, link yourself us to up on WhatsApp, okay? You can find after the South African code on the cell phone number, you can get us on 07808026739. So you can hook us with up on that number. One more time on WhatsApp, you can get in touch with us on 07808026739. So you can get to us on WhatsApp, on, on, on Facebook, it's Heavenly Rams Ministries. So get in touch with us and we are going to be praying. Right now, I'm just going to pray for you. I'm just going to speak into your life. But before we do that, if you have not made Jesus Christ your personal Lord and Savior, I would like you to bow down your head right now and receive him as your Lord and Savior. If Jesus comes right now to collect the elect to, 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 to take these people to heaven, it is only those who have accepted him and who are living his life, okay? Not our own life, but his life. Because when we die, when Christ died, he died for us okay so we need to die from away from our own lives and we accept him as lord and savior so wherever you are just bow down your head and with faith accept him as your lord and savior and repeat after me say lord jesus i accept you today as my lord and my savior say lord jesus wash my sins wash me with your blood write my name in the book of life fill me with your holy spirit i accept you today as my lord and my savior in jesus name amen and amen so god bless you i'm going to pray for the, everybody all of you listening heavenly father just lift up your right hand father i pray for your people today wherever they are in the world i pray that the spirit of fear be taken away from them in the name of jesus christ and i decree in their lives that wherever they are whenever they listen to this tape oh my god to this podcast in their lives all things will begin to work out my god father for their good in the name of jesus christ it will work out for their good father i bind any satanic spirit i cast out every satanic spirit sent to oppose the people of God, sent to oppose the children of God. From now henceforth, you are those who open up in the name of Jesus Christ. For if God be for you, who can be against you? I declare in your life, whatsoever is against your life. From today, they are hereby pulled down in the name of Jesus Christ. We pull down the spirit of sickness. We bind every bondage of coronavirus and any other sickness that have been sent to harass the people of God. Father, we arrest them in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the spirit of lack. All things, 
my God, from today shall work out for the good of all those who are listening um, onto this podcast in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Um, Father, we decree and overflow. Um, the enemy, the devil came. <clears throat> That the children of God, Father, should be destroyed. They should be killed, my God. But I decree the word of the Lord that Jesus Christ came, that they should have life and have it in abundance. Father, therefore, my God, we decree the abundant life. Your children shall not walk in lack. Right now, I declare an overflow, overflow of blessings, overflow of favor, overflow, my God, of good health, of open doors, of good news. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I decree and I declare as a prophet of God, let all things begin to work out for their good oh my lord i decree angels to come wherever you are and supply all your needs in the name of jesus christ the bible said the time came when elijah was locked up in the name of jesus christ and god sent out ravens to provide for him wherever you are in the world i decree that the lord shall send you a supply and blessed be the lord our god and savior who filled us with daily loss us with all our benefits in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for supply. The Lord shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. You shall lack nothing. I pray that the Holy Ghost shall overshadow you wherever you are right now. And the Spirit of the Lord shall lead you. He will pray with you in the name of Jesus Christ. And he will connect you with all the blessings of God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. I soak your four corners of your house with the blood of Jesus. All your family members with the blood of Jesus. May the Lord give you the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of understanding in Jesus' mighty name we pray. And may the healing power the healing miracles of God run in your house right now healing everybody, healing the sick healing the dying, restoring whatever you have lost in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen and amen and amen. God bless you keep on following us and let us continue to share the word of the Lord. God bless you. I am Daniel Oben the servant of God from Heavenly ministries god bless you have a blessed day forward you are highly blessed god bless you shalom 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 this is the day that the lord has made we rejoice and we are glad in it okay so god bless you i am daniel oben the lead pastor for heavenly rims ministries i just want to use this moment this special time sunday afternoon it's very quiet because basically because of the COVID-19. But I'm here to remind you that the word of the Lord cannot be bound, okay? So no matter where we are, distance is never a barrier because the word of the Lord travels and it cannot be kept. So wherever the word of the Lord is listened to in faith, it's going to produce results, all right? So I just want to share the word of the Lord with you within the next couple of minutes, all right, so that the word of the Lord can be able to, you know, create an impact upon our lives all of us who are listening to this tape. So today's word we're going to be sharing, we're going to be talking basically on prayer. I just want to minister what the Lord has laid in my heart regarding prayers, okay? So let's go quickly to Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 13. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 13. This is what the Bible says. It says, If I shut up heavens, that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I'll from heaven, I will forgive their sins and I'll heal their land. 
Praise the Lord. Can we just bow down our heads in prayers wherever we are? Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we call upon your name to as many who are listening to this tape right now. We ask, oh my God, for the power of revelation, for the power of understanding, oh Lord, and as many that are going to receive from this word, we, produce, we pray, oh Lord, that your seed of the word of the Lord shall produce fruits in us. It shall bring a revival. It shall bring a turnaround. We seal everyone listening to this tape with the blood of Jesus Christ. And we ask, oh my God, that we're going to take action, that your word is going to revitalize us by thy Holy Spirit, oh my God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So the verse we just read now is 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 13 and 14, if my people that are called by my name. Hallelujah. So we are at a time where many people have been affected by COVID-19 and everybody is at home for one reason or the other. Yes, some people are working, which is good for essential services to keep um, the nation up and running. But then many people are at home at the moment because of a particular virus. I just want to share with you what the Lord laid in my heart, what the Lord was speaking to me earlier on this morning about the virus. Many people have been praying throughout this time, and the Lord told me that he has heard the prayers of a lot of people, and he's going to, he's going to wipe out this plague. He's going to wipe out this coronavirus, this COVID-19 in the coming days, all right? I know a lot of people are panicking, a lot of people are afraid, but in the days that are coming, expect the Lord, expect the hand of the Lord to wipe out this virus completely away from the face of the earth, okay? So we're going to continue to stand in prayers, have faith in the Lord. I'm not asking you to go out there. I'm asking you that you know what God is saying at this point in time. The hand of the Lord is out there and is going to wipe out this sickness completely. So please just continue to abide by the rules of the authorities. Stay at home. And what you do in your time that you are at home is what matters, all right? So stay at home and believe, believe in the Lord, all right? And many people, as many of you out there who are sick, who are sick for any reason, continue to believe in the word of the Lord. Continue to stand on God's word, okay? To see him touch you mightily. So in the next coming days, you're going to see the hand of the Lord wipe out this sickness completely from the face of the earth. So you as a child of God... You don't need to panic. You don't need to be afraid. You need to continue to dwell on the word. You need to continue to read the word of the Lord and abide on his word, okay? But now, this is what the Bible is saying regarding prayers, all right? We've come to realize that, um, um, you see, the biggest challenge that the children of God are facing is not really the virus. It's not really the COVID-19. It's not really any challenge out there that is out of man. The main problem and the biggest disaster, the biggest virus, spiritual virus, physical virus to a child of God's life, to families, to communities, is insufficiency in prayers, okay? Prayerlessness is very, it is what has killed believers, what has destroyed destinies. It's not God's ability to bless people. It is a, the lack Okay, the lack of sufficient prayers, the lack of sufficient prayers is what is the biggest disaster here on earth among the people of God. So when people, when the children of God are, are not praying enough, all right, when they are not praying enough, they can't really connect to what God has for them. Their destinies cannot come into manifestation. The earth is panting. The earth is waiting for the manifestations of the sons of God. But the sons of God, the children of God, you and I who are listening to this day, we cannot come to full manifestation if the people of God are not 
praying enough, okay? You are not praying enough. We're going to say, yes, you're going to tell me, Pastor, but I pray. But if your prayers is not enough, there is a realm that your prayers comes to, and then it can begin to create supernatural impact. But if you are not prayerful enough, child of God, you can live to a very low amount of your potential here on earth, and you die without ever fulfilling your destinies because you have never tuned yourself to prayers. But because you are listening to this tape today, and as many who are going to listen to it, I pray for you that the Lord will give upon you today the spirit of prayers, the burden of prayers, and he will enable you to begin to pray from now on more than ever before in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Okay? So there are many people who will just pray maybe about five minutes, three minutes, or ten minutes a day, and they feel like it is fine. Child of God, it is not fine. Okay? We've got to realize that prayer is spending sufficient time with God. Spending sufficient time with God okay when people begin to 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 pray maybe as born again Christians as maybe new believers in the faith we recommend them to pray for um, from for maybe an hour a day an hour a day averagely an hour a day but as you begin to grow in Christ as you are beginning to spend time in the Lord and you are maybe you have made two years three years five years ten years sometimes 20 years or 30 years as a Christian and if you are just praying for an average of an hour a day child of God is not sufficient it is that insufficiency that kills destinies in insufficiency in prayers insufficiency in spending time with God it, that is what kills destinies it stops men and women from manifesting in the realm of supernatural power in the realm of supernatural abundance supernatural finances hallelujah so that has been the biggest hindrance okay to the life of believers no matter who you are no matter what you are experiencing child of god you will see a better days to come if you begin to tune yourself to more prayer all right so we normally recommend people to pray for an hour a day averagely all right averagely an hour a day but when you come to the place where you really want to see the manifestation of god i recommend three hours a day three hours a day you see prayer is a spiritual gift prayer is a skill God is already inside of you in the person of his Holy Spirit, in the person of Jesus, waiting to manifest himself. All what you need to do to be able to pray for three hours a day, for four hours a day, for five hours a day, is a willing spirit, is an endless desire, okay, when you cry to the Lord and enable him to enable you to pray, all right, to enable you to pray. So prayer is very important. If you're one of those people who have been praying, maybe taking prayers for granted, or waiting maybe on your pastor to pray for you, or on a family, family member to pray for you child of God I'm here to attest to you I'm here to tell you today that you need to repent okay you need to repent because heaven is waiting to hear your voice heaven is waiting to cooperate with you God wants to cooperate with you because you are the workmanship of God you are the ambassador of Christ you are the light of the world you are the salt of the earth so God wants to pray with you he wants to he wants to hear your voice he wants to raise you as an intercessor you see the biggest problem on earth today is the level of insufficiency in prayers I'm telling you the biggest problem we have today in the body of Christ, in the churches right across, is because our pastors don't pray. Our pastors' wives don't pray enough. Our pastors don't pray enough, okay? So when we as pastors, we are leading congregations where we don't spend sufficient time with God in prayers, it is already a very chaotic state, okay? Because the church begins to function 
as a carnal tool, okay? Everything that is done in the, in the church is done in the flesh. I'm not in the spirit. I'm not in the power of God. So it becomes a problem, a serious problem. That is why today you can basically not be able to separate between church people and worldly people because the results are the same. Why? Because the church leaders themselves are prayerless, okay? They are not spending sufficient time. They are speaking from the realm of the flesh. They are operating from the realm of what they see or what they hear. They are not going by the deep move of God, the deep move of the Spirit of God. So when spiritual leaders, okay, when 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 leaders of the church become become insufficient in their prayers, I'm telling you, child of God, God is limited in His move upon the people of God in that congregation. All right. So even in the church, all the departmental leaders, the 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 the, 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 the associate pastors, you know, the deaconesses, the deacons, the prophets, everybody around, child of God, if these people are not prayerful, we are left under the mercy of, 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 of anything that happens in the world. The child of God, if we begin to pray as kings and priests, we begin to see a lot of things happen, even in the church. The reason why the family is failing is because the father who is leading the family himself is prayerless, okay? The father is prayerless, child of God. The mother in the house is prayerless. The mother is not prayerless praying and it's not praying enough hallelujah so that is why we're not seeing the great move of god happening taking place in our homes why because the father who is the the, 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 the priest of the house the mother who is the priest of the house they are not praying so the children are not praying people are not praying government officials are not praying so the insufficiency of prayer is the highest advantage of the devil is the highest advantage of darkness but i pray today that you and i as children of god we're going to repent we're going to rise up in prayer Prayers and going to say, Father, we break out from 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 insufficiency in prayers, from limited prayers, from prayerlessness, from neglect of prayers. I bet you many people have been away for the, for some days now due to the COVID-19, due to coronavirus. But I'm telling you, they spend more time on their phones. Okay. They spend more time on the internet. They spend more time interacting with people, doing things, dummy things that don't make a lot of sense. Whereas we should have been praying or reading the Bible or spending sufficient time. Hallelujah, child of God. Or spending sufficient time with God. And we are bound to come out of the ark. Okay, in the coming days, God is going to take over this coronavirus. He's going to destroy every virus. And there come a time where you and I are going to be sent out of the ark. We have been like our own Noahs in our generation, where we are in the ark. Very soon, we're going to come out. Now, you dare not come out carnally. You dare not come out in the flesh because you are going to be drained. The atmosphere out there is going to be, it's going to be, very, it's going to be very hectic, okay? It's going to be very, 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 the, the battle is going to be intense. So you dare not go out carnally. So you're going to use this couple of days, this couple of weeks that you are indoors to prepare yourself spiritually so that when you come out of the ark you don't come out carnally when you come out of the ark you are you are you are you are built spiritually you are you are anointed you are filled with fresh fire you are filled with the holy ghost hallelujah child of god and this can only happen through prayers so, child of God, when you and I begin to give ourselves to prayers, when you and I begin to give ourselves to waiting upon the Lord, you begin to see that we're going to prosper, okay? We're going to prosper. What is going to happen out there in the world, it is kept for those who are prayerful. It is kept for those, it is revealed to those who have been waiting upon the Lord. So, this Bible, this, this Bible story today, this word of the Lord that I'm sharing with you, is to awaken you to prayers. So, if you are praying less than an hour a day, child of God, there 
there is something you need to do. You need to answer the calling of the high man calling of God. You've got to give yourself more into prayer. Okay? I recommend three hours a day. If you can go four hours, you can go five hours, six hours. Why not? You can pray at least five hours a day. And when you get to that realm, yeah, you realize that you begin to see God do some things and communicate with you and relate with you in a deeper way. In a deeper way, okay? Hallelujah. So I really urge you, child of God, listen to this word. You see, the blessing of God is in the doing. So if you hear the word of the Lord on prayers and you just listen to it and you say, oh, pastor, this is a good word. Without you praying, you cannot enjoy the results. So discipline yourself. Discipline yourself. Before many people were complaining, pastor, I can't pray because I'm busy. I'm going to work. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Now, God has just created you the platform. God has just given you the, 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 the opportunity. This is a great opportunity. It's a privilege where you can really sit down and pray, pray for your family. Those things that have been disturbing the family, this is a time where you seek the face of God for, 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 for God's deliverance in your household, okay? And you make prayer a lifestyle. Throughout, you pray in good times, in bad times. You pray throughout, okay? So if my people that are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek the face of the Lord and turn from their wicked ways. I will hear them from heaven. I will forgive their sins and I will heal their land. So begin to pray from today, okay? Begin to pray. It mustn't be a group prayer. It mustn't be because, because somebody is watching you or because some, no, you just have to start praying like crazy, okay? You've got to pray. You've got to seek the face of God day in, day out. You don't care who you are. You don't care what is going on in your life right now. You, you've got to start praying. Let's open our Bibles. Let's go quickly to 2 Chronicles chapter 26. So open your Bible with me. Let's go to 2 Chronicles. 2 Chronicles. Can, can, we, can, can we just go there quickly? 2 Chronicles chapter 26. 2 Chronicles chapter 26. 26 verse number 5. Okay, we're going to look at that quickly. Verse number 5. The Bible says, And he sought God in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding in the visions of God. As long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. This was King Uzziah. As long as King Uzziah sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. So, child of God, we are going to be entering into some days of, 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 of God's blessing upon his people. But this prosperity of God that is coming to God's people is not just going to happen on the surface. It's going to happen on people who are praying. So we realize that from the word of the Lord, as long as King Uzziah sought the Lord in the days of Zechariah, God made him to prosper. So if you are going to be somebody who is ready to contend with God in prayers, to wait upon the Lord day and night, I mean in agonizing prayers, in fervent prayers, in deep prayers, day and night. Look, you've got to pray. Prayer is a skill. Nobody was born praying. You've got to practice it until you've got to repeat it until you are able to do it by the Spirit of the Lord, okay? So you don't say, oh, pastor, but I can't pray. You've got to do it. You've got to try. Start with 30 minutes. Go to an hour. Go to two hours. Go to three hours. Go to four hours. Go to five hours a day. Go to eight hours. You can do it by the power of God in you, okay? So as long as King Uzziah sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. So if you're the mom, you've got to start seeking the Lord. You're a single mom. You're the married woman, the married man. You've got to start seeking the Lord, the single man, the youth, the young adult, the child. If you've got to start seeking the Lord, you're going to have the same results. Prosperity is going to come to you. So as long as you seek the Lord, God will begin to make you to prosper. Okay? So this is the time. This is the hour. It's not just enough to say it. It's not just when you waste your time listening to whole day 
watching television, listening to fake news all over the social media. No, it's a time to hear from the source. And the source is God. God is the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? So go to him in prayers, child of God. Do not relent. Do not stay away. Do not procrastinate. Do not lay hold there and do nothing. Spend time seeking the face of the Lord in prayer. Okay, let's look at what our Lord said in the book of in the book of Matthew. Let's go there quickly. Let's go to Matthew. Matthew chapter 21, verse 22. We're going to be done soon. Matthew chapter 21, verse 22. Let's look at what the Lord said, okay? Let's look at what the Bible says. Let's look at what Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior. By the way, if you have not saved, if you have not given your heart to Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this is the opportunity, okay? So let's go to Matthew chapter, chapter 21, verse Number 22, so let's, let's, let us look at that quickly. The Bible says, all things, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believe in, you shall receive. So when you begin to pray, you begin to pray, you've got to, you've got to start, whatever you ask the Lord, you've got to believe and you will receive it. So when you pray, believe that those things that you are asking from the Lord, he will give you. So everything, every manner of prayer, you've got to pray it. Go into prayer. You know, some people ask me, Pastor, what will I be praying for four hours? What would I be praying for five hours for? How, how, how can I stay that long in prayer? Child of God, we've got the Holy Spirit, okay? We are not praying alone. Nobody can be, you can't pray effectively alone. If you are going to be praying alone, it's a carnal prayer. But if you're going to pray, ask the Holy Spirit from the beginning of your prayers to help you, okay? So let's go to Romans chapter 8, verse 26. Let's look at that scripture quickly. Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. I love this scripture. Romans chapter 8, okay? Let's look at Romans chapter 8, verse number 26, if I'm not mistaken. Let's go there quickly. Yes, likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself, the Spirit himself, maketh intercession for us with groaning which cannot be uttered. Praise the Lord. Glory to Jesus Christ. The Spirit himself maketh intercession for us. So actually, prayers is all about you surrendering yourself, okay? It's all about you offering yourself as a living sacrifice. It's all about you dedicating yourself and say, Lord, Holy Spirit, I give you my body, my soul, my spirit, help me in effective prayers. And he's going to be praying alongside with you, okay? He's going to be praying alongside with you. Hallelujah. So you're going to give yourself to prayers. Give yourself. The Holy Spirit will keep you. If you are willing, the Lord can keep you in prayers even for 24 hours, non-stop. Your lips are going to be moving. Your spirit is going to be praying. Your whole body is going to be praying. You're going to focus upon the Lord in prayers, okay? So child of God, please, 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 please offer yourself as a living sacrifice. Pray, pray and not cease. All right? So let us look at this scripture. Let's look at this scripture. Verse, um, 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 um. Let's go quickly to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. Let's look at that quickly. Let's look at that quickly. Ephesians, Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. Ephesians chapter 6, Ephesians 6, verse 18. You see, to be able to combat the enemy, to be able to defeat the devil, you and I need the armor of God. We need to put on the whole armor of God, the whole armor of God. And one of the armor of God that will protect you from any sickness, that will give you victory over, the, over all these trials of the last days, is prayer. So you and I cannot neglect prayer or we cannot outsource prayer. We cannot always give pastor a job to pray for us. We cannot always give our parents a job to pray for us. We cannot always maybe send a prayer request to intercessors or send a prayer request to the radio houses or to the church. Let some special people pray for you. No, you have to do the prayers because the Bible says you and I should put on the full armor of God. 
Some other people cannot put on the armor of God for us. You have to put on the armor of God. I have to put on the armor of God, okay? So this is what the Bible says as part of the armor. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for the saints. So this is when you and I have to pray, all right? We're not praying because we are scared. We are praying because it is the word of the Lord. We are praying because it is our duty. We are praying because it is our calling. We are praying because it's, our, it's, it's an assignment that God has given to us. We have our Lord Jesus sitting at the right hand of the Father, right? now making intercessions for us so you and i have to connect with him we have to pray while he's praying at the right hand of god you and i have to pray from the earth all right we've got to pray so it is very very important to put on this armor of prayers you as a daughter of god as a son of god you've got to put on this armor of prayers all of us have to pray we don't have to cease it's not just because of the virus we have to pray because it is our lifestyle we have to pray we have to wake up and pray you try and you don't succeed you wake up and keep praying as you are praying the Lord to be bringing deliverance to your household. And finally, we're going to look at Psalm 34. Hallelujah. But before we go to Psalm 34, I want to tell you that prayer is not just a quick fix. Sometimes you have to keep up with such prayers for three hours a day, four hours a day, five hours a day, for about five years, for about ten years. And then you begin to see God's tangible results. You begin to see the power of God, the presence of God, the glory of God break forth into your house. You're going to see the, 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 the glory of God invade your personal space. Why? Because you have been in protracted prayers. The Bible says praying with all perseverance. Now, some people pray and they quit. They pray and sometimes you begin to pray and the things go worse, okay? You are expecting them to get better, but no, they don't become better. They go worse. What do you do? You see, when you start praying, the enemy gets provoked. Satan gets angry, all right? And he begins to do everything he can to stop you from praying. No child of God, when you begin to see those kind of effects, that is when you pray more, okay? When you pray and the enemy attacks you, no, you've got to go back on your knees and destroy him, okay? The power of life and death, God has given it all to you. Jesus said, all the power on earth and in heaven has been given to me. And now, because it has been given to Jesus, you and I. I are co-heirs of the Father. Because Jesus has it, therefore we have it too, okay? Let's go to this scripture. So you've got to pray, and you've got to persevere. Sometimes you begin to pray, and bang, you get a miracle. Praise God for that, but it doesn't happen like that all the time. So sometimes you begin to pray, and things get worse. And when they get worse, you've got to know that your prayers are actually making an impact. So you have got to pray again more than ever before, all right? So you've got to pray because deliverance is coming to your house. You've got to pray like crazy, okay? I insist, prayer changes things. Change prayers will make that ugly marriage, that ugly relationship, that shattered finances. Things are not working well. You are poor health. Um, you have a dysfunctional family. The cure is prayers, effective and effectual prayers. Okay? Let's go finally to our concluding text of today. Let's go to Psalm 34, verse 6. Psalm 34, verse 6. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's go to Psalm. Let's go quickly. Open your Bibles. Psalm chapter 34. Verse 6, Psalm 34, verse 6. Let's go there quickly, Psalm 34, verse 6. All right, if you are there, open with me quickly. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him, and saved him out of all his troubles. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him, and saved him out of all his troubles. Psalm chapter 34, verse 6. Child of God, you have to make your request known unto the Lord. 
you have to make whatever is in your heart known unto the Lord, okay? When you pray, the Lord shall deliver you from all your troubles. You can complain, you can murmur, it's not going to change anything. You can cry the whole day on your own. You can be miserable under your blanket. You can begin to think about your troubles all day. It's not going to change anything, child of God. But when your cry goes unto the Lord in prayer, when your prayers begin to encounter heaven, child of God, God will deliver you from all the troubles. All the troubles out there, be it sickness, be it your problems, your challenges, the solution is prayers, okay? Hallelujah. The solution is prayers. So you've got to give yourself unto prayers. If you have been that kind of a believer, we'll just pray maybe for an hour or two, child of God, you've got to up your game right now. You've got to change the atmosphere in your house. You've got to pray no matter who is complaining, no matter who is not comfortable with it, you've got to just keep praying, all right? So God bless you. God bless you. God bless you so much. Hallelujah. Let me just give you a bonus scripture. The young lion do lack and suffer hunger, but, though, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. They that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Are you want, trusting the Lord for good things in your life? The Bible said, they that seek the Lord. They that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Okay? So God bless you real good. Share this, 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 this tape around and let others, let others join in this calling, in this ministry of praying and intercession. It is going to change our families. It is going to change our lives. It's going to change our nation because our God is a prayer answering God. Is there anyone ready to pray? There is a God in heaven in the name of Jesus Christ ready to answer their prayers. So God bless you. You are highly blessed. One more time, I am Daniel Oben, the lead pastor of Heavenly Realms Ministries. You can hook on to us on www.heavenlyrealmsministries.org. One word, okay? Or you can hook with us on WhatsApp on 07808267939, okay? So God bless you so much. And just lift up your hands. Let me pray with you right now. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray for the listener, wherever they are. Father, encounter them with a miracle. I see God healing you right now. Receive your healing in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You spirit of arthritis, you spirit of cancer, I command that depression, I command that sorrow, I command lack in the name of Jesus Christ to quit your homes. I command the spirit of fear to leave you right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I seal your life with the blood of Jesus Christ and I pray for you today. The anointing, the power to pray in the day, to pray in the night will overshadow you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Will overshadow your house in the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Thank you Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you Lord Jehovah God for your goodness, for your kindness, for your favor that is coming down upon all the listeners who are listening to this tape from whatever part of the world. Distance is not a barrier. I pray for them to receive their miracles in, from your throne room. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Thank you so much. Shalom, shalom. God bless you.